Welcome to the Sant Mat Satsang Podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Today's program is titled, Getting Closer to God, the Three Levels of Satsang, or Spiritual Association. The term satsang has roots in Sanskrit. It's composed of two words, actually, with roots in Sanskrit. Sat, which means the eternal, timeless truth, or God. And song, which refers to association, what we associate with during life. What we read, what we think about, what we focus our attention on, who we hang out with, who we allow to be mentored by, what company we keep, and what this all adds up to. If it is satsang, it is a conscious informed choice to focus on the teachings of the masters and to be influenced in a spiritual direction that brings us closer to God. So it is a very key word in the path of Santmat, the path of the masters, this living mystic path, to deliberately choose to be careful what we focus our attention on and to really be mentored by a living teacher and study the teachings of the masters of all ages and to go in their direction. A deliberate direction, focusing on truth. That which we focus upon is what we become. We need to pay attention to what is the eternal truth and give it our undivided attention. The following is an article by Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj on the three levels of satsang. The word satsang is comprised of two words, sat and song. What is sat? Sat is that which can never be destroyed. It is the essential element which is indestructible and beyond the limitations of time. And it is truth. Song means association or contact. Thus, association or coming in contact with sat or truth is satsang. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna said, Whatever is truth always exists and is never non-existent. That which is non-existent is non-truth. That which is non-truth has no substance whatsoever. In this article by Swami Sant Seviji, we begin with the third level of satsang and work our way up, ascend gradually. The third level of satsang is association with the writings of sages and saints. daily life, we need the guidance of a great sage or saint. Even though we might encounter many so-called mahatmas or sadhus, the task of finding and identifying an accomplished teacher is difficult. So, in consideration of this, how would satsang, or association with a true saint, be possible? The answer is that we can study the teachings of the great saints of the past, 
because in their teachings we will find the elaboration of the truth. This then is the third category or level of satsang. Generally, when we speak of satsang, it is this third category that is meant. This kind of satsang includes the study of scriptures and the words and writings of the saints of the past. As we continue diligently in this third type of satsang, we accumulate the meritous karmas which will lead to the meeting with a true saint. Then we will be able to do the second level. We will reach the second category of satsang. As we continue in association with a great saint and with the saint's blessings, we will gradually begin to meditate and undertake the prescribed spiritual disciplines. By diligently practicing these disciplines, we will experience the first level of satsang, the association with the Supreme Being. When we have thus accomplished the highest category of satsang, our life's purpose will be fulfilled, says Swami Sanseviji Maharaj. A couple of thoughts before I move on to the second level of satsang. When I began my own spiritual search, I was very drawn to those medieval mystics of Europe, like Meister Eckhart, the Brethren of the Free Spirit, Beguines, and other medieval mystics. As I found in their teachings a greater level of wisdom, a kind of multi-dimensional level of wisdom not found elsewhere. So I was very drawn to those Western mystics and also the Gnostic Gospels and certain apocryphal writings for the same reason. There was something there, a radiance, a brightness, something more, something more than rites, rituals, doctrines, slogans, and creeds, but something that involves the soul and its ascension to God, its experience of the divine, not as a doctrine, not as a teaching, but as something that we can actually experience. There is some depth, a greater degree of wisdom in those writings, and I really came to appreciate and value the mystics as being the authoritative ones. And I took that as far as I could on my own and started to desire a living spiritual community. An archaeological dig sifting through the sands of Egypt is not good enough. To learn about people who lived hundreds or thousands of years ago, that's great, but there must be a living gnosis now. There must be living mystics here and now. Not simply the books, uh, cobwebby, dusty texts from yesteryear. There has to be something now. We need to find out what the secrets of contemplative practice are and not simply speculate as far as we can on our own, on the outside trying to look in, to figure that out for ourselves. We need to find a living mystic tradition. 
The second level of satsang is association with the saints. Swami Sant Saviji, quoting Sant Tulsi Das. The association of the saints brings association with the divine. And alliance with people who are engrossed in the world leads the way back to this world again and again, says Sant Tulsi Das. Swami Sant Saviji, to attain ultimate liberation, it is essential to have association with saints. Saints have realized the true form of God, become that true form. The accomplished great beings who have attained unity with the divine and who have experienced the Supreme Being even while living in this body have become the Supreme Being. They become one with their true divine form. Association with these saints is the second category of satsang. However, finding such a saint is not an easy task. A true saint is rare and difficult to find. Sant Tulsi Das says, without accumulation of many good deeds, one will be unable to recognize a true saint. One will be unable to gain the association of a great saint. Swami Sant Saviji, when our good karmas permit, we are able to come to experience the association of these sentient beings. A more important point is that even if we have a direct encounter with such a saint, we often do not have the wisdom to be able to recognize a genuine sage. Sant Tulsi Das said, If someone says, I have recognized a saint, then I put my hands on my ears in astonishment. In other words, it is not an easy task. If ordinary people could recognize saints, then why since antiquity have so many great saints, sages, and prophets been tortured, maimed, and killed? Many saints have had to face horrible atrocities. This simply would not have happened if we were able to recognize the genuine great saints. First level of satsang, association with God. What is this element which is indestructible, has always been constant and will forever remain as such? This element is the supreme being of the universe. Association with this being in reality is association with truth or satsang. But what is it that would associate with the Supreme Being? Is it the body and the senses? The answer is that it is neither of these two. It is only apart from the body and the senses that we will be able to associate with the Supreme Being. This is because it is only our soul that is an inseparable part of the Divine. It is only we, our soul, that is capable of merging with the divine. Our individual soul is truth and also the supreme is truth. True satsang is the unity of the soul 
with the supreme truth. This is the highest kind of satsang. However, this highest kind of satsang, unity with the divine, does not occur all of a sudden. This category of satsang requires lifetimes of good actions and samskaras or spiritual imprints. The first level of satsang, described here by Swami Santseviji, is association with the Supreme Being. And this is the goal of Santmat, the path of the Masters, bringing people closer to God. If you read the Sri Guru Granth, the Adi Granth, or Sikh scriptures, or the writings of many saints, the goal is for the living master to mentor the soul, to be the catalyst, in fact, for the soul, to bring them into this communion with the Supreme Being. This is the goal of the path. And so it is the liberation of our attention from all of the distractions that Maya has to offer in this world for false teachings and false leads and misdirection and distraction of any number of kinds to instead turn around our attention and focus it on the positive, the good, the truthful, and to get us to learn the teachings and to discover the meditation practice which is introduced by a living master at the time of initiation. And the same living master, of course, encourages us to practice meditation. It's not simply enough to know about the practice, but actually to do the meditation, to do the spiritual techniques, and spend time in meditation. And so this process is given a name, and that is satsang association with eternal truth and it adds meaning to life it allows spiritual direction to take place our soul goes in the direction of getting closer to God getting closer to God the three levels of satsang or spiritual association today on the Santmat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. The four sats, or key essential eternal truths or realities of Santmat. One, Satguru, a term for the true master. Two, Sat Shabad, or Satnam true name and the true sound. Three, Sat Anurag, true love, an ode to love or bhakti. And four, Sat Song, true inner and outer association. Those are the four Sats, or key essential eternal truths or realities of Santmat. Sat Guru, the master, Sat Shabad or Satnam, the true name and true sound. Sat Anurag, true love, true bhakti, devotion. And for Satsang, true inner 
and outer spiritual association. The five jewels of spirituality, according to Sant Tulsi Sahib. There are five real jewels in this world, namely, one, satsang, or association with sads, initiates, satsangis, devotees, the virtuous, sadhus, saints and sages. Two, seron, the protection or refuge of a living master, a sansat guru. Three, love. Four, humility. And five, compassion. According to Sant Tulsi Das, there are several modes of devotional or bhakti practice. One key practice of the Sant tradition is satsang, the association of realized saints. Satsang means association with the eternal truth as well as association with God. And it is to some extent comparable to church or temple, but not in any institutional sense. The saying of Jesus in the New Testament provides a pretty good definition of this kind of spiritual gathering called a satsang, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. Unquote. When devotees or initiates of a spiritual master sit together for worship, instruction, and meditation, the masters teach. There is a spiritual charge or energy, a presence, a stronger manifestation of the loving presence of God and a kind of communion of saints, past and present, going on there. Satsang is also the experience of spiritual community, an opportunity to be uplifted by the collective energy of our brothers and sisters on the path. For we are influenced by the company we keep, as the saying goes. Devotees make this a time and place of spiritual remembrance, and this helps to keep us motivated, to keep us on the path. The format of a satsang can include a spiritual discourse, guidance about following the teachings of the masters, a recording of a master giving a talk, or perhaps readings from the writings of the masters. The reciting or singing of banis, bhajans, or kirtans, all words for hymns of worship, hymns that are composed by sants, as well as silent group meditation. It is considered the greatest of blessings if a genuine spiritual master, or sansat guru, is the one who actually is conducting the satsang in person. In other words, instead of just people reading from his writings or playing a DVD or an internet stream, you have a master in person at an ashram somewhere out there giving a satsang in person. Not just a book of someone reading his words, but he himself or she herself speaking in person. The effect of satsang is that of divine remembrance. 
Thus, with such a spiritual boost, encouragement, and support for the spiritual journey, those who attend satsang are much more likely to stay on the path and put effort into daily meditation at home. That's from my article, The Yoga of Love, Becoming a Lover of the Beloved, on the format of a satsang meetup. And just a word about internet satsang meetups these days. There is some level or degree of the same energy exchange and positive influences going on when people get together online or even over the phone or a video chat, you know, kind of version of satsang. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is not quite as good as, you know, getting on a plane and traveling to India at uh, some organized spiritual retreat or meditation camp of sorts. But nevertheless, uh, through the web, through technology, we can work. We can enjoy videos and audio. Uh, very much like a book, of course, like the, like the book has uh, served for eons now, can give us some level of satsang, some degree of inspiration and instruction. The following is from the teachings of Swami Sant Seviji, who is quoting various saints. Dear devotees, every day strive to do both kinds of satsangs, inner and outer. Outer satsang is listening to the teachings of great saints and the study of sacred texts. Inner satsang is the practice of one-pointed attention. Here Swami Sant Seviji is quoting Sant Tulsi Das. Without the association of great saints, there is neither discourse of the divine nor the understanding of the scriptures. Without these two, selfish attachment does not loosen its grip, and without dispelling attachment to the world, one cannot attain the realm of the divine and the true devotion that is essential to realize the divine. Sant Tulsi Das. Here he is quoting the Upanishads, one of the Upanishads. On the gate of liberation are found four gatekeepers endowed with wisdom. These four are discipline, thoughtfulness or reflection, contentment, and association with saints. This is from Kabir. Discord and delusion can be removed by the power of the association of saints. For those who associate with living masters, suffering dissolves and they will remain immersed in joy. Joy arises from noble company, and pain arises from association with the wicked, says Kabir. Go to the place where saints dwell, and their association is possible, says Guru Kabir. By association with the pure soul, the mind becomes pure, and the darkness of attachment is dispelled. 
in attending to these quotes from the different saints, it becomes clear that satsang is vital and absolutely necessary for any serious spiritual seeker. Here Swami Santseviji is quoting from the Jain scriptures, the Jain sutras of India. This is a paragraph on satsang from the teachings of Baba Ram Singh. Listening to the satsangs with rapt attention and respect by Baba Ram Singh Ji. Like I told you of the importance of Simran, Bhajan, and satsang in the morning, meditating in the morning, he's saying here, doing your Simran practice and Bhajan or meditation in the morning. Satsang in the morning. Satsang is of great importance, and the saints have emphasized the importance of satsang. So, while you are listening to the satsang, you should contemplate on the form of the Master. With that, you'll get a lot of benefit. When we listen to satsang in our houses, we should do it when we have no other work that we are doing. When we listen to the satsang, we should listen to it with complete concentration. We should listen and feel that it is the Master who is talking and saying this directly to us. And we should contemplate his form while we are listening to the satsang. So listening to the satsang, each statement that the Master makes in a satsang is of great value and It has great treasures. And when we listen to the satsang, a lot of our deeds and karmas are also redeemed. We should not listen to the satsang when there is a lot of commotion in the house, lots of other things happening. Or we are also doing some other task, and side by side we have put a a tape or CD on, and we're just listening on the side. We shouldn't listen to satsang like this. Because when we listen like this, the importance of satsang and the respect for satsang is reduced, and we just listen for the sake of listening, and we carry this habit. Even when we meet the masters and attend their satsang also, we are not able to listen to it with rapt attention and importance. Because when, even in the presence of the master, we listen to satsang like that, then we are not able to concentrate well on it, We have to listen to a satsang by paying importance to each and every statement that the Master is making. With love and attention, we should listen to each and every statement made by the Masters in their satsang. And by listening as such, we redeem a lot of our karmas also. A paragraph from Baba Ram Singh on listening to the teachings of masters with undivided attention, and uh, including at home. Uh, In his teachings, he often uh, mentions playing a DVD or watching a video stream or audio stream at home as part of daily satsang. 
In addition to the occasional meet-up or spiritual retreat, we practice in the Sant tradition in Satsang at home, which means that just before we choose to meditate, we might watch some video or listen to some audio or MP3 or read a few paragraphs from some text or two and then commence our meditation practice. This is called satsang at home, the daily practice of satsang at home. It is only with satsangs that we get the mind to know what to do. This is from a satsang discourse by Baba Ram Singh. The point of telling you this as the point of telling you this is that we have to internalize and think about what is being said in the satsang and bring it about in our life. When you listen to a satsang, you should spend one or two hours pondering about what is said in the satsang. Unless you think about what is said in the satsang, it is not going to affect you. It is not going to be internalized by you. Once it is done, then you will see how the transformation happens. Leave a hundred things to do and sit for satsang and leave a thousand things to do and sit for bhajan, listening to the sound and meditation. Because this is our true work for which God Almighty has given us this human form. Because for many lives we have been doing other karmas for which we have been doing for countless eons, going back and forth in the life cycle of life and death. If in any of our previous lives we had met any master, then we wouldn't have been living here right now. We would be in Sajkhand, Satlok, the true timeless spiritual realm. After more than 10 million lives, we get the life of a human being, and with the grace of the masters, we get to meet a living master in this lifetime. So, with the grace of God Almighty, we have got a living master, and as saints say, we have this human birth, and we should make the most of this time. As Maharaji used to often say, as important as it is to give food to our body, it is equally or more important to give time for bhajan to the soul." Unquote. Baba Ram Singh, by doing bhajan and by going to satsang, the mind becomes weaker and the soul becomes stronger. Both these things are very important. So you should do bhajan every day and you should also listen to satsang every day. If we don't listen to satsang every day, and only once in one or two months we listen to satsang, then the mind becomes very strong, and it takes us outwardly and deludes us, and we waste this precious time. It is only with satsangs that we get reminded of what we have to do. Every day we should listen to satsang, and every day we should do 
Bajan, and Simran. Even if we don't listen to the full satsang, but listen to perhaps 15 or 20 minutes, or a DVD, we should listen to it with full attention and singularly. Then we get the benefit of satsang. Another few sentences from Baba Ram Singh. On satsang, focusing our attention, undivided attention, not a multitasking sort of a satsang, but an undivided attention, sort of listening to the words of masters and pondering the meaning of what they're saying, and to, to do Simran and Bhajan, or in other words, to practice meditation, the inner light and sound meditation, the repetition of the names and the contemplation of the inner light at the third eye center, and focusing on the divine sound in meditation, which in the Sant tradition, the spiritual practice, is known as Surat Shabad Yoga, union of the soul with the divine light and sound of God. Surat Shabad Yoga, the meditation practice of Santmat. Getting closer to God, the three levels of satsang or spiritual association. What influences us? What we focus our attention on during this life that determines what direction we are going in during this life. A few random spiritual quotes today as we wrap up today's satsang podcast. This is from the teachings of Darshan Singh. Rising above body consciousness regularly in meditation. When I was a young man, I was regularly practicing both physical exercises and yoga practices. My body was so flexible, it appeared as if it were made of rubber or foam and could be twisted in any way or bent in any direction. If I had never practiced these exercises and had attempted to perform them, All on a single day, I would have had pain in my muscles for a week. Since I practiced them regularly, there was no pain. Similarly, if we regularly withdraw from our body, then it becomes a simple and natural process for us, said Darshan Singh. Referring to meditation practice, ascending beyond body consciousness, reaching the third eye and going within. You know, if we do that on a regular basis, no big deal, an easy thing to do. But if we try and meditate once a month or randomly, occasionally, you know, it's a more difficult thing. We build up momentum by doing some meditation. The masters always teach, it's better to do some meditation each and every day than the, you know, random once a year retreat or once a month satsang or something, you know, sporadic and occasional. Best to do a little meditation daily than a lot of meditation every blue moon or so. Some mystic poetry and spiritual quotes to wrap up today's satsang. This is from Shams of Tabriz. 
the Sufi saint and spiritual master of Rumi. Do not be satisfied only with your sheikhs, your spiritual teachers, nice words, nice actions, nice character, and beautiful face. For there is something beyond all these. Seek that. The fault is not our stars. This is from George Arnsby Jones. The mystic adepts inform us that the exploration of the inner realms is the heritage of each soul, and if we do not go within and traverse these regions, the fault is ours. This is from Kripal Singh. The inner journey of the soul back to its origin. The soul is a conscious entity, a drop of the ocean of all consciousness. Since it is environed by mind and matter, it has lost its heritage and forgotten its origin. The masters come to our assistance to awaken us from this long slumber of ignorance. This is from Eknath of Maharashtra. Those in love, blessed are those who dance through life loving God, singing his name. Merciful towards all, they feel happiness and sadness as one. Fountains of wisdom, love and devotion, they've forgotten the senses, forgotten I and you as two. They live in contentment and certainty. They've dropped the baggage of intelligence and skill and walk through the world as tourists. Awake or asleep, says Sant Eknath, they sing the name, always attuned to the one within. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me today for the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Today, a program titled Getting Closer to God, the Three Levels of Satsang, or Spiritual Association. Taking us out, this is a mystic poem from Sant Tukarama of Maharashtra. This is titled the fruit of constant repetition and is referring to the practice of Simran or Mana's Jap, the repetition of sacred names of God. When the Lord's name is constantly on one's lips, how can one stay caught in illusion? He who repeats the name ceaselessly, whether walking, talking, eating, or sleeping, will have the Lord always with him. 
in the thick of his worldly duties. The devotion of ceaseless repetition is greater than all the heavens. Through it, the devotee becomes the Supreme Lord. Now Tuka has merged in the Lord. <laughs> 